What's up, football fans, and welcome to another episode of Football Fanatics on Final Timeout Sports here. I am Forbes, joined here by Fernando. This is episode three, and we are going to be talking about the AFC West. We've got the Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, and Raiders. Nando, let's just kick it off right now. How do you see this division shaking out? I'm just going to begin with, I'm going to take a really, a really hot take on this division, Forbes. And you know what? I could end up totally wrong, and I'll accept it, to be honest. But, oof, this, this is crazy to say, almost. But I have the Broncos uh, winning this division this year. Um, you know Not what? I'm just gonna that out it, there, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I, would say, I would say what's to, what's to come will, we'll, you know, get you out of your seat. But I have the Broncos with 11 wins okay. taking the division. And in second place, the Oakland Raiders. Well, and se- that uh, that team doesn't exist in the NFL anymore. They're out of Las Vegas now. They're out of Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I think that me. that is absolutely preposterous. Because I, I said Vegas... the o- because I said the Oakland Raiders, or because because uh, it's the Raiders. Because it's the Raiders. All right, all right. Just let me continue, though. Let me continue. Mm. I had the. I was gonna say San Diego to get you going. <laughs> <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers coming in third with, yeah, I just dubbed them. The Kansas City Chiefs coming in last. The line 10.5 wins. I'm going to give them eight this season. How, how do you have them coming in last? They lost Tyreek, yeah, but they still have Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, and Patrick Mahomes. It's a hot take, Forbes. It's it's a hot take. You know what? Um, I could also put them, you know, in second. You know? But you know what? The way I had these games shake out, I'm going to absolutely dub the Chiefs. All right, so before we get into the Chiefs, though, let's talk about the Broncos. I think the addition of Russell Wilson will absolutely do it for the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely a game changer. They went from Drew Locke to Russell Wilson. I'd say that definitely puts them into the contender conversation. But first of all, they had to give up Noah Fant, their go-to kind of tight end. Uh, I was checking their their depth chart. I didn't think they really had anybody else. Um, And on top of the fact that they lost Fant, uh, they have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon as their backfield. We know that Melvin Gordon's not going to be their RB1. He was not productive last year. Javante Williams, sophomore season, he needs to take over the backfield. And after pl- not playing that much last year, and I just don't think he has it in him to be the number one back and lead the entire Denver Broncos uh, backfield. So without a cohesive run game, and their tight end, it's just it can't just be um, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton uh, deep balls all the time. That's not going to get a win. So um, I this is they're going to improve, but they're not going to win the division. Uh, I I have them coming in third. I I went with the Chargers first, Chiefs second, uh, Broncos third, and Raiders fourth. I will say uh, the two things that the Broncos have going for them is in their division they have uh, the easiest strength of schedule out of everybody. Um, I think the Chiefs have the hardest in the league. Uh, the Raiders have the third, um, and the Chargers have something like the 13th. So 
Broncos are way back there with the easier schedule. Um, this is kind of a pro and a con. They have a first-year head coach, Nathaniel Hackett. Um, however, 2019, using the Packers, uh, helped them become the league's best scoring offense um, in 2020. So he will be able to ideally you know, bring that offense together. However, it's going to be first-year coach, uh, QB in a new system for the first time in his career, um, and a young running back room. So I think it's going to be tough for them to win this year. I think that they're going to win the AFC West in the future, but it's it's not going to be in the 2022 season. I mean, Forbes, you, you addressed a couple things that I want to put more of an emphasis on. A, we got Russell Wilson. I think need I say more about his ability to lead a football team to no, the playoffs? We all, we all know how good of a quarterback Russell Wilson is, and I'm of not course. denying that. Of course. But second, something you can't sleep on is the fact that they do have the easiest schedule. And you know what? This is going to be a competitive division, so without a doubt. But what I was also going to say is I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much, I think, with the inexperience on the coaching head. You know, they have a bunch of younger coaches. Um, you mentioned their head coaches with the Packers, another team that had an experienced quarterback in Aaron Rodgers with, you know, a younger coaching staff. And look how they did, you know. Um, I really do think the Broncos can turn it around. And, I mean, like, let's look at the standings from last year for a second. Like, we're talking Chiefs in first, 12-5. and five. You know, Las Vegas barely, you know, sneaking in there at ten and seven. Chargers nine and eight, and the Broncos at seven and ten. Like, as far as I'm concerned, like they were pretty bad last year, and they snuck seven wins. They got seven wins. I think that they could easily bump that number up to ten with Russell Wilson. And I mean, you downplayed. I think their their running back committee. I mean, I think you know Javante Williams is you know he does need to. Um, prove himself here but I mean if we're looking at the receiving core like you know Cortland Sutton I think Jerry Judy could have a big bounce back year I think that he's he's got he's got a he, he's got a lot of talent I mean his biggest critique or criticism has got to be probably that his drops but I mean where did he come from he came from Alabama I think there was like a lot of high praise him coming into the league like I think he's he has that raw ability and Tim Patrick, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on this dude either. This dude's like six four, six five, big guy. You know, he could be. I think that this team could be really effective in the red zone, and I think that will be the difference maker for them, uh, along with uh, beyond capable defense. You know, um, if they're you know firing on on all cylinders, um, you know, Kareem Jackson, experienced. Um, experience safety and I really I really do believe in this team you know it's it's a hot take it's 100% a hot take and I think that you know the difference between the team that wins the division and comes in last will be three games so it'll be it'll be tight as it was more or less last season but you know what I do I do think they have a, a postseason in their future yeah I I have no doubt that this is going to be the most competitive division in football. Um, you know, you talked about their seven wins last year. Um, I know they started off three and zero against three teams that had a combined record of zero and nine, and then they just got worse and worse as the season progressed. Uh, so I wouldn't put too much stock in their seven wins last year. 
I, I do think that... But don't yeah, you Jerry... feel like they were like much worse than seven wins? I thought they like sucked, kind of, and yet they had seven. Yeah, I mean, I they only won four out of their last 14 games. I mean, they were terrible uh, aside from those first three games when they beat up on trash teams. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, yeah, they're definitely going to get better. But they have an easy schedule. Better. Yeah, no, and now they have an easy, even easier schedule, and, that, and that's going to help, but... I don't see them beating out the Chargers or the Chiefs. Um, I think that the Chargers have too good of a defense. Chiefs have too good of an offense for this really to be um, super competitive. Uh, but how about let's let's talk about something else. I'd say this is my hottest take. I have the Vegas Raiders uh, coming in last in this division. Part of me really wanted to, to rank them high. I mean, just the amount of power that they've brought in in the offseason is impressive. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams, they still have Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller looking to bounce back. Um, they brought they uh, traded for Chandler Jones. Um, they made a lot of different um, offseason signings that have been big, um, trying to address key areas. But I think... People sleep on the fact that last year they were uh, fringe, uh, the most fringe playoff team I think a playoff team has ever been. Um, And they, so some stats for their defense, 26th in points allowed per game, 14th in total yards allowed per game, 16th in opponents third down conversion percentage, 16th in opposing rushing yards per game, and 12th in opposing passing yards per game. So Yes, Chandler Jones is an important addition to their team, um, but they still have you know, levels to go in truly improving um, their defense. And on top of that, they need their uh, backfield to really step it up. Jo- uh, Josh Jacobs needs to have a bounce-back year. Um, so, yeah, they have this high-powered offense, but I simply don't think it's going to be enough to – win the AFC uh, West, especially when it's this competitive. Yeah, no, this is uh, this could definitely also be a hot take on my end. But you know what? I'm I would really back this Raiders offense. Like, could we could we deep dive into the fact that we also got Josh McDaniels in the picture here? You know, Patriots legend working under you know, Big Bill, like yeah, he's a he's great good. offensive mind. But if you remember I think, when he went to Denver for three years, he was awful, and then he came back with his tail between his legs. Yeah, but this team is much better than that Denver team, without a doubt. This offense, rather, I mean, I'm just look at the names. I think Derek Carr is a slept-on quarterback. I think he is more. I think he doesn't get as as much credit as he deserves. Um I think Josh Jacobs is, you know, you know, you know how he is, like power back, go through you. You know, I think he's more than capable of, you know, of having a bounce back year, but also being the guy they need. I mean, look at the receivers. They have Devontae Adams and Hunter Renthro. I mean, Devontae Adams, for me, best receiver in the league. I would say it's him and... uh DeAndre Hopkins on pure ability, but I'll give, you know, Devontae the edge there. And, I mean, Hunter Renthro, man, what a season he had last year. He it couldn't get more reliable than Hunter Renthro. Honestly, he was a big reason. Um, 
you know, they turn the season around. You know, I think that one of the biggest things, before I even get to Darren Waller, who's an absolute stud, like, you know why I'm going to back this team, Forbes? I think that this team has grit. I think they know how to rally behind each other, and I think they're a good team when it comes to adversity. And I think that this offense could absolutely steamroll teams. Like, I see this team having, like, 400 points and some compared to, I think, maybe the 370. I don't even know how many they scored, but definitely not 400. And I see them eclipsing that benchmark without a doubt with all this firepower. Um, And you know what? I think it'll be enough to get it done. I do think that this, you know, division is unbelievably talented. Um, I think all quarterbacks are more than capable of leading their teams to a postseason. Um, and there's a lot of star power. Um, so I can't, I can't wait to see how um, this division shakes out. But I do see the Raiders in the postseason. I don't see them winning this division at all. You know, it could shake out a number of ways. Chiefs on top, the Broncos. But I do see the Raiders sneaking in there and... You know what? I think that they have good value. I think the odds are like plus 190 of them getting into the postseason. I would, I mean, assume yeah. they can get it done. But, I mean, like you said, they, they are definitely vulnerable um, if they don't make those changes they need on the defensive end. And then it's going to have to be a game where it's like, can their offense, like, you know, come out game by game and, you know, it, you know getting, sneaking out wins. But either way, um, it's going to be a tough, a tough battle for this team. But, you know, given all the adversity they had last season, um, I think they're battle tested. And I, I would be more than thrilled to see this team again in the postseason, whether it's just one game. Yeah, I mean, they definitely had their fair share of controversy last year with, with Henry Ruggs and John Gruden. Um I mean, Derek Carr just doesn't do it for me. Uh, he's 20-27 and 27 in divisional games in his career. Um, he's been criticized for playing it too safe, not taking um, the right types of chances. Uh, so I, I just don't think he's that quarterback who's going to make the drive down the field um, with a couple minutes left to really win you the game. I don't think he's that guy. Again, I mean, I'm just going to bring it back to the rush game. Josh Jacobs and, and Kenyon Drake need to really step up this season if they want to be successful in that division. Um, they're definitely a disappointment last year, and they need to play a lot better. Josh Jacobs especially because he's supposed to be the workhorse in this offense. Last thing I want to say is they have their bye really early this year. They have a week six bye which I think is going to hurt them down the line. Interesting. Uh, I think later in the season they're going to want to rest guys. Guys are going to um, want a week off to take uh, to rehab injuries and things like that. And obviously, yeah, they're not going to have it, and they're just going to be beaten down. So even if they make it into the playoffs, which I don't think they will, um, I see a, a first-round wildcard exit easily. No, I hear that. I mean, I also want to bring attention to um... – you know, this rookie they, they drafted out of Georgia who, you know, is another another guy in the mix at running back, Samir White, along with our, um, you know, Pats legend, Brandon Bolden, who could help in, you know, third down situations. And you know what? Brandon Bolden is not that guy. 
<laughs> I'm a Pats fan and I love him, but he is not that guy. Yeah, he'll be there um, on the occasional third down wheel route, but the only time he was successful with the Pats was when he was playing against the second team when when they were running out the clock or something like that. He's I don't think that he's going to He's have an experienced an guy. He's an, yeah, experienced he's an experienced guy. guy. No, he's no. not going to have an impact on the offense. No, not necessarily. I just wanted to bring attention to it, but thank all you. Right, all right. Thank you for respect. <laughs> all right, I think I I said my piece about the Las Vegas Raiders, you know, team to look out for, you know, potential sleeper pick for uh, you know, to sneak into the postseason. So Forbes, you got the Chargers coming out on top here. Like please take me through it. Like Justin Herbert, MVP candidate? Oh, 100% Justin Herbert's an MVP candidate. Uh, but I'm going to start with defense because, as everybody knows, defense wins championships. Now, I think that the Chargers had one of the best off-seasons of any team. Um, they signed J.C. Jackson, the best cornerback on the market. He's got the most interceptions over the past four seasons, the 25 Post the lowest passer rating as the nearest defender, which is 42 since tw- uh, 2018. Um, yes, there's the potential risk that he kind of goes the same way as Malcolm Butler um, and gets a, a big contract after being the past number one corner and kind of falls apart. But I don't see uh, JC being that type of guy. I think that his production and his ability to lock down guys, maybe aside from Stephon Diggs, was... Um, Truly second to none, and definitely better than uh, things that Malcolm Butler was able to do for us. So that, I think, is massive. Uh, and then the fact that they just traded for Khalil Mack, and now he gets to go alongside Joey Bosa. I mean, the Chargers for sure needed upgrades on defense. I'm not going to deny that, especially with the AFC West. Um, last year, they were thinking 29th in points allowed per game uh, with 27 points per game. 23rd in yards allowed per game with 360. And they also had the worst third down stoppage percentage in the league and were 30th in rush yards per game, allowing 139. So, yeah, their defense needed a big step up, but they added two huge guys. And after, I believe, a shoulder surgery, they're going to get a fully healthy Derwin James back, who is absolutely a game changer. So I think that the Chargers have the defense that – to win um, the AFC West and take them deep into the playoffs. Um, and I think we all knew that they already had that offense. So, No, it's a good, it's a good point. Um, I definitely believe in the upgrades that the, you know, this Los Angeles Chargers team's made. Like, I think that their defense has improved. Like, it will improve, uh, no doubt. And I also believe in, like, Justin Herbert, to be honest. But you know what? Like, this offense, like... Like, let's go through the names here. Like, I think that Austin Eckler's also pretty awesome. But, like, Keenan Allen, you know, pretty good slot receiver. Very good slot receiver. I'd probably say he's – he could be a top 10 receiver, maybe outskirts. Um, but, like, Mike Williams, I don't think he's – I don't think he's all that. Um, and I just don't think that this team is, is capable of winning those those close games. You know, and I think that's what, you know, the difference is between being, you know, right just on the outskirts, you know, the postseason and being in the postseason. Um, I have this team coming third, um, you know, nine and eight. So, you know, above 500 winning record, but missing the postseason. 
Um, but you know what? I like your points. I think that their defense is going to be awesome. So I, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be cool to see the Chargers in the playoffs. You know, they just missed it. Yeah. So you mentioned their offense, which is definitely something that I wanted to come back to. Um, they resigned Mike Williams, who's coming off the best season of his career. Um, they signed Seahawks tight end Gerald Everett, who's coming off the best season of his pro career. He went 48 uh, catches, 478 yards, and four touchdowns because um, they're looking to play, uh, replace uh, Jared Cook, who's a 35-year-old free agent, so probably didn't want to re-sign him anyways. So I think they have a really potent offense. I mean, I think that Justin Herbert's easily a top 10, top 7, 6 quarterback in the league. Um, I think that Austin Eckler is one of the most versatile running backs in the league. He's arguably the best third down running back in the league. Um, and I think that, yeah, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, that's just a great combination. Um, very consistent. And I think they're going to do what they've been doing for the past couple of years, which is just dominate on offense. Um, now they're going to have the defense that's going to back them up. And they also, yeah, they have the 13th hardest schedule in the NFL and like I said before, um, both the Raiders and the Chiefs are top three, Chiefs one and Raiders three. So I think they're in a really good position to really break through the glass ceiling that they've kind of had in recent years of either making the playoffs and getting bounced first round or just missing the playoffs. Uh, I think they could potentially be the number one seed um, in the NFL or in the AFC. Wow, and, that's crazy. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think they're going to take huge steps and, and maybe have a potential potential deep playoff run. Potential number one seed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yep. All right. Dare we, dare we talk about the Chiefs? <laughs> Most ridiculous take I've ever heard. I mean... Listen, they're going to be worse. They're, their offense is <laughs> going to be as good... You know, your offense doesn't get better when you trade away Tyreek Hill and the best receiver that you sign is Juju TikTok Schuster. So, I mean, their their defense is also, like, pretty trash. Like, low-key. Like, if we compared to, you know... Compared to the rest of the division, yes, probably. Compared to the rest of the division, I mean... And you know what? Dare I say... I think the Raiders might have a better offense than the Chiefs this year. I think that um, Mahomes is really, he's really talented, you know? But I think that the days of, you know, people putting Mahomes' name next to Brady's have, you know, calmed down a bit. You know what I mean? I don't see as many people putting up that same argument. I think that, you know, he he does make some, you know, he's made a, a few poor decisions, you know, I mean, all right, but that's enough of me criticizing Patrick Mahomes. He's he's unbelievable. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, as far as say. as far as like, yeah, I mean, I had to I had to stop at some point. But you know what? I do have this team coming in last, so I have to say something. I mean, Clyde Edwards Alaire. Um, like, what do we think? Like, pretty good, but like, honestly, like, not a reliable guy to give the ball to. You know, twenty times a game. Um, you know what? And. The reality of the situation is, is when the game is on the line and they're in the red zone, they're not going to Clyde. So that's my two cents on Clyde. And if we're looking at this receiving core, I mean, come on. McCole Hardman, quality receiver. Just absurdly fast. Absurdly fast. Yeah, but, 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 but by no means elite. 
you know, yeah. Marquez Valdez scaling, like we we saw what he did, you know, in Green Bay, like pretty good deep, you know, deep option as well. But like, are they gonna like win the game for you? Absolutely not. Juju, yeah, you know, he's had, you know, maybe a couple good, really good seasons. But like, I would, I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't say he's going to fill the Tyreek Hill shoes by any means. Travis Kelsey, best tight end in the league, you know, hats down to him. He'll have an unbelievable season, I'm sure of that. But, I mean, like, this is probably the worst Chiefs team um, in the last, like, four years, I would say. Three, four years. Um, so, that's probably why I've been able to, you know, take this opportunity and and say they're going to come in last without feeling completely terrible about myself. Um, but, you know what? I don't think that this team is going to make the postseason. I think that Ooh. I think that they have a really tough schedule. Do you say they have the hardest schedule in the league? Yeah. They have the hardest schedule in the league. I mean, you're looking at some of these games, and you're like, I mean, if the Chiefs could easily win 11 games, 12 games a season, you know, no problem, win, win the division. But, like, you're looking at some of these games down the stretch, and they could, re- like, if these turn to losses, like, they are, they're out of the they're out of the postseason and they've only won eight, nine games, you know? And I don't think that's like extremely far-fetched if you're looking at this incredibly competitive AFC West. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I definitely agree with the, the schedule stuff. And uh, so four of their first seven games are on the road, um, including a game in Tampa against the Bucks. They also have to play the Bills at home. We're, I think, currently the Super Bowl favorites. Uh, so you could definitely see them, the Chiefs being four and three heading into their week eight bye, um, but then they they have a couple of pretty easy games after that. Um, they have Jaguars, Texans, and Seahawks, which will be pretty easy. I think the Titans will probably also be a fairly easy dub. I think the Broncos will be a tough game for them. Um, and then week eleven through fourteen, they have Rams, Chargers, Bengals, and Broncos. Um, and only the Rams are a home game. So that's definitely going to be a, a tough stretch as well. So, I mean, I definitely agree with you that they're not going to be as good as they were last year. This isn't one of the best Chiefs teams we've seen in recent years. But in recent years, they've been pretty insane. So, yeah, I, I agree. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is not your core running back, the guy that you go to 30 times a game. But you also have Ronald Jones and Jarek McKinnon, um, so I think they more have a running back by committee um, type of type of backfield. And then, yeah, they have Mahomes and Kelsey. We all know uh, what Kelsey's going to do. Easily the best tight end in the game. Um, he's essentially a receiver that can block and, and, and destroy guys. So, um, And Patrick Mahomes, yeah, the most versatile and athletic quarterback in the game. Um, kind of does it all, but sometimes, yeah, that's not enough. Um yeah, I mean, I don't have them winning the the division, but I do have them getting thirteen wins. Um, I think. Wow. Yeah, they're still going to be a good team. Dude. You have you so you have the Chargers winning it with fourteen wins. Yep. Oh I my the Chargers god. Chargers going fourteen and three. All right, Chargers fourteen and three. That's outrageous. We're here to make some hot takes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, says the guy with the Chiefs coming in last place. Exactly. Um. Well, so let's get to it. Let's uh, let's rank the quarterbacks, I guess, of the AFC West. I guess it's fitting to do so because our you know our rankings are so out of whack, or at least maybe mine are. But all right, so who do you got? 
Uh, I mean, I think this number one is no question. I think you got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, I think he's proven that he's, yeah, the best quarterback probably, or the best quarterback in the league right now. Um, in the league? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. I, think, I say he's probably three. Yeah, Brady second. Um, but, again, that's, that's a different uh, different debate we'll have. That, that <laughs> might have to be day. a topic for an episode really soon. But after um, after Patrick Mahomes, I, I think it's tough. I, I, I got to go with just more of the veteran Russell Wilson. Um, I think that yeah, he's a proven winner. And Justin Herbert just doesn't have those pedigree wins under his belt yet. So, yeah, I go Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and, you know, I got no faith in Derek Carr. So, yeah, he's he's on the bottom of my list here. You know what? I'll agree with you. I agree with you exactly on the QB rankings. You know, I, I know it's not fun. Uh, <laughs> but... I think that Derek Carr, and yeah, I have to voice my opinion again um, because of the disrespect you keep giving my boy. <laughs> um, I do think that their offense is a top two of this division without a doubt. Yeah, their offense. Yeah. Not Derek but, Carr. But he will be, you know, he he will pull his weight. He'll pull his weight. Just I wait. I think it'll seem like he's going to pull his weight because of the guys that he has around him. I mean... What important game has he won? What significant, um, you know, two-minute drill has he done that's that's been actually influential in a Raiders season? Well, I think, what was it? Maybe last year. Well, I guess it might not have been a two-minute drill, but, I mean, he's definitely put put some quality performances. I feel like he's, I feel like he's split with Kansas City last couple of years, which enough just, you know, goes to show that he's able to, you know, compete with, you know, the firepower surrounding, you know, Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I guess you're right on that one. Um, I think that uh, that wraps us up for episode three of Football Fanatics. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you again soon.